This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, right, welcome back, everybody. In this uh, hour, we are going to get the exact numbers on what it would still cost you if you want to go to the Super Bowl in Arizona. We got Do- Joe DiBiagio coming out for Philly fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fans are Philly. sending the trips yeah. out. Philly fans, fans of Philly. Fans. <laughs> it's spelled P-H-A-N-S. Oh, yeah. And then, Al, uh, uh, later in the hour, and what I am looking forward to, since this is the number one day at the Super Bowl, where you can encounter celebrities at opening night, Al Morganti mm. will tell you the per. You got to understand, Al has met uh, reigning presidents yes. during their run. Yeah. He has met A list actresses Angels, in their actresses. prime, in their prime. Al Morganti oh. has met most of the biggest celebrities of our lifetime, mm. and he will designate one in this hour. That was most impressive to him. Hmm. And I've been working with him off the area. Yeah. He'll have something by 840. God, we're going to feel like we were right there, right? Yeah, you th- you, I'm right. He's you, a storyteller. You told him Betty White <laughs> passed away. <laughs> but on the line right now with us is one of the best writers covering the Eagles for Philly Voice. And that, of course, our good friend Jimmy Kepsky. Hi, Jimmy. If you asked all those celebrities who's the most impressive person they've ever met, they would all unquestionably say Al Morgan. <laughs> of course they would. Now, you uh, do you like uh, covering the Super Bowl, Jimmy? How do you feel about it? Uh, so I've only covered two. I covered the Eagles one last time, obviously, and I covered the one that was in New York. Um, the last time I just kept my head down and just didn't enjoy myself in any way at all. I just, like, worked, worked, worked. And, of course, it was, like, minus 20 there. Every day in in uh, Minnesota, this this uh, location is uh, slightly better, I would say. Uh, Arizona, I think I would take maybe would give a slight edge uh, over uh, Minnesota. But yeah, it's like 70, 60, 70 out here. And uh, yeah, this time I think I'm going to try to pick my head up and look around every now and again. I think you should, and you can start tonight because tonight is what they call opening night, the mm-hmm. big media yeah. event. Uh, describe what that's like. I know you were at it one five years ago. What is it like? Is it is it do you get anything worthwhile out of it, Jimmy? I got great stuff out of that uh, last time. I was able to talk to Howie for you know a good fifteen minutes or so. Wow. So like, that was that had nothing to do with like the fun parts of the night. <laughs> but, no, uh, I know, but you got good stuff because Howie never <laughs> talked. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can talk to all the players, and then there's just all kinds of craziness going on around you. Um, there was one point where I believe it was. This has nothing to do with the celebrities or anything like that, but there was one point where I was trying to look uh, to see what – I think I saw, like, Swoop or the Philly Fanatic or something. I was trying to see what they were doing, and I was standing right in a live shot, uh, I believe on ESPN, in between the camera and Josina Anderson. And there, <laughs> <laughs> and all these people were yelling at me, get out of the way, you bozo. Like, you're right in a live shot. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, there's, there's just a lot going on there tonight. Uh, it's probably the most like every every media outlet uh, you know in America will be there. Not just the common sports networks like ESPN and 
and um, you know, like NFL Network and all those. It'll be everyone, ABC, CBS, like all across the board. Uh, every, everyone will be there and covering it heavily. All right, now you got there yesterday, am I right, Jimmy? I did, yeah, yesterday early morning. I was on the uh, same flight with Elliot. Are there oh, any, any indications at all <laughs> that there's been an influx of Eagle fans yet into Phoenix? Uh, I think it's still a little too early for that. There were some on the flight, uh, a very, very small number. But I think you'll probably see people, like more fans and, and such, start to show up, I guess, around like Thursday or so. Okay. Um, when, cause, so my, my hotel, and we get a deep discount. From because the NFL sets aside hotels for media people, my hotel is five seventy five a night. Wow! And we're not talking like a we're not talking like a Ritz Carlton here. Like, it's just you know a basic oh hotel. Oh my god! Five seventy five. And, and this is with the deal you're getting, right, Jimmy? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a deal. Oh man! All right, yes. uh, Jimmy. I, one thing is making me nervous. All right, and it was said yesterday by Brandon Ayuk, who I understand at sour grapes, but he did say that prior to Purdy getting injured in the NFC Championship game, they really felt they were going to expose the Eagles' pass defense for being not very good. And I've been mm-hmm. worried about this, and you know they haven't faced anybody close to Mahomes this year. How big a concern should that be for the Eagles to stop Mahomes and Kelsey in the passing game with the Chiefs? Well, I would. my rebuttal would be if they thought they were going to, you know, just – destroy the Eagles through the air, they probably shouldn't have blocked Hassan Reddick with a backup tight end uh, to begin. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> that was, Good that one. was a bad idea. And, they, and I mean, their offensive line just got owned beyond that, beyond like their quarterbacks getting, Purdy getting knocked out uh, on the first drive and then Josh Johnson getting knocked out on the first drive at the second half. They, their offensive line just got torn apart all day. By the Eagles' defensive line. So this idea that had the quarterback not got, gotten hurt, that they were going to shred the Eagles' defense is total nonsense because they couldn't block the Eagles' defensive line. Like it wasn't even close. Like, if All right, but apply been, that to the Chiefs. Do, are yeah, the Chiefs so, going to have more success doing that? So the Chiefs have a um, the, the, the 49ers have a good offensive line, and so do the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs actually have a similar weakness. Like, I guess the 49ers' weakness was on the interior of their line, and then the the Chiefs' weakness is probably at right tackle, which, oh, by the way, is where Hassan Reddick lines up. Mm. This Chiefs' offense isn't the same as it was when they had Tyreek Hill, who could just, you know, you had to cover, quote-unquote, every blade of grass with that guy, you know, roaming around in your secondary. It's a lot different. So, like, you have Travis Kelsey, who is going to be a future Hall of Famer. I think he's the best tight end ever, like better than Gronk, better than Tony Gonzalez, ever. Right. So you have him, who's a big-time weapon, but then their receivers, they're, they have a lot of playable guys, like six guys that you can play, but none of them are you know anything close to superstar-level players. I don't think this Chiefs passing off, and the numbers like are outstanding, let's be clear. And Patrick Mahomes is you know, the best player in the NFL and, and a generational talent and all that. But this is not as scary a Chiefs offense, in my opinion, as the one that's you know basically – yeah, they've been to the Super Bowl twice, and they've been to the uh, AFC Championship game each of the last five years. This is the least concerning Chiefs offense of wow. those teams, in my opinion. All right, let me go to the other side of the ball. All right, Eagles with the ball against the Chiefs defense. Good mm-hmm. opportunity. I-, I love when they run, but this almost sounds like it's uh, better a passing game. They're more vulnerable against the pass. What do you see there, Jimmy? 
I think you can beat them both ways. I think they're vulnerable to the run game. And the thing that I'll point out about the Chiefs' defense is they have really, really young corners. So one of their corners is Legarius Sneed, who I think is one of the most underrated players in the NFL. That guy can play. That guy's really good. Wouldn't be surprised if he follows uh, A.J. Brown around all day. But their other two corners are both rookies. One was a rookie first-round pick, uh, uh, Trent McDuffie. And then the other guy, Jalen Watson, I believe is his name off the top of my head. He's a seventh-round rookie. Mm. So there are you know, matchup advantages that, that they can take advantage of, I think, um, you know, in the passing game as well. But, yeah, this is not, you know, anything close to what the Eagles faced last week in what was a very, very good uh, 49ers defense. I can't stand the suspense, Jimmy Kefsky. Who's having a parade, Kansas City or Philadelphia? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, still working on that, but uh, I, I'm leaning. No, no, hold on. I'm leaning very heavily uh, toward the Philadelphia Eagles. Jimmy Kefsky's a hero. Jimmy, we love you, man. Read him all week at Philly Voice. He's phenomenal. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate it, guys. Jimmy Kemsky.